selling a little cha-ching or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching <coughs> shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the final real life store stage all the way down to did we just hit a million dollars shopify is here to help you grow whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person pos systems whatever and wherever you're selling shopify's got you covered shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout at 36 percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash human two that's all lowercase you're going to go to shopify.com slash human two now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash human two Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of I Think I'm Human Too. We are back with Savannah. Every time I do episodes with you, like people love it. They're actually that. some of my highest viewed and um, listened to stuff. So I think it's funny. I love that. I love hearing our ADHD moments together. Really, though. <laughs> Savannah um, just had a birthday yesterday. So we skedaddled on around town and partied it up, which was actually really fun. It was so fun. But day drinking actually takes a lot out of me. You're wild. I would rather day drink. I feel like I would. I feel like I'm not a huge drinker, but I'm like, if I want to drink, I want to drink at home. Yeah. So that I can be I like in my PJs. I feel that. So that was what we did yesterday. And I was like, Savannah, one, the people love you. So like, why not have you back? But then also, um, I wanted to talk this week about birth control. I know I stated that last week and Savannah is like the most perfect person that I could pick for this because you personally sorry for putting your business out there obviously it's going to get shared anyways in the next couple minutes um we come from two different standpoints on mm-hmm. the idea of birth control we so do. I love that me too and then also give a little backstory about what you want to share so I am a nurse so I do have some knowledge on it it's not medical advice that I'm going to be giving it's based off my own personal experience right. um so that's just kind of what I have to say yes. to like protect me. This isn't medical advice. This She's is not just... giving you any advice. Just like anytime Raphael and I talk stocks, we're not giving any financial advice. We are just, she does have a little bit more knowledge behind it, which I love, but also take all of this with a grain of salt and consult your own OBGYN, your doctor, whomever, your mother. I don't care, but don't blame Savannah. Yeah. Don't blame me guys. <laughs> don't blame me guys. But also I will say that like, if it's something you're questioning, go get a lot of different opinions because I feel like it's something that you shouldn't just get on just to get on. I feel like there's a lot of different opinions and a lot of doctors and nurses that have different opinions. Yeah. So really find someone that works well with you because you're putting your business out there. Kind of Absolutely. like we're about to do. Yeah. We're, I'm literally about to spill all my beans. So one, before we even get this episode started, I'm like really comfy cozy in this corner. So I probably I know, like you look cozy over there. I probably look like I'm like about to take a nap. I actually probably could. Anyways, um, 
I wanted to start by saying thank you guys. We have hit top charts, which is so insane. When I saw my name, like actually a follower sent to me and was like, oh my God, your top charts on Apple. And I was like, there's no fucking way. That's so huge. And then I went and looked and I was like, there is a fucking way. <laughs> you fucking did it. Yeah. It, if it wasn't your birthday, we would have celebrated anyways this weekend. Right? We need all the things to celebrate. We need all the things to celebrate. So thank you because that's all up to you guys. And we appreciate that. We love that. And that really just gives me motivation to continue to go and talk about some things. Um, I did just want to state some stuff based on last week's episode. Just kind of wrap it up and give you guys a touch point of where we're at. Everything on my end is cleared up. I know I stated that in the last episode. We had some work to be done. Um, the work has been put in. So at this point, we're just kind of I'm free and open to talk about whatever I really want. Um, I will continue to do that in my own manner and respectfully as, as respectful as possible. So. We'll get there because I have so much more to share in the future of stuff that's going on. But why I wanted to talk about birth control is because so let's like get down to the nitty gritty. So next week, like how we always do it, we'll just talk however we want to talk. We can talk about our own experiences, um, stories of like friends or family that you might want to share. Obviously, just keep their names out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But Raphael and I, why this is like important for me to discuss now is because we don't want children right now. I know you guys are in the same boat, um, but you are on a birth control and Mm -hmm. I am not. So I have been trying my absolute best to figure out how to avoid children for until we're at least ready for them. Um, So I got an aura ring. I've actually been really loving that. I posted it on Instagram. Um, I haven't used it long enough to start cycle tracking fully like where I feel comfortable but that was kind of my main reason of doing the aura ring so I'll track it through natural cycles the apps can um correlate is that the right word they talk to each other basically so my aura ring communicates with natural cycles my temperature um I don't even know like the medical it's mainly temperature that they're looking for because it's like when your body is going through like hormonal cycles or ovulation, your temperature rises, like okay. your basal temp rises. So that's the biggest oh. thing that they're tracking. During ovulation? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So that's why you can track it with like the cycle apps or yeah. based on if you're on a birth control when your period is, because then it's like you have typically a week where that's a placebo week and that's when you're supposed to get your period. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's start from like high school. What did your, what was like your birth control journey? Honestly, I was 16 and naive and it was like, I think I want to be on it because I was with my now husband and I was like, you know what? I don't want to risk getting pregnant. I went to a small Christian school and that would have been the biggest talk of the town if yeah. I ended up pregnant. You were the so, pregnant one, yeah. Yeah. So I ended up getting on birth control at 16. It was one, I had been with my OBJ, OBGYN since literally birth. She actually delivered me. So Cute. She, and you still go to her? Yeah, I still go to her. Wow. And she actually just retired last year, so I switched. Okay. Um, and that's when I got the new doctor that I was telling you about. It okay. was great. But I have been on the same birth control because they say don't switch it unless there's a problem because your body has to adapt. Basically, birth control is tricking your body into thinking you're pregnant the whole time. So that's why you can't get pregnant on it or it's really, really low risk. Like 99% as long as you take it within a two-hour window of the same time every day. Okay. And so that for me being 16, I was like, I won't remember this. Even now I have a reminder set on my phone for the same time every day, 9 PM. 
and you just have to take it within two hours. So if I know I'm going out with you or if I know I'm like going to be taking a test, I'm like, okay, perfect. I'll just take it at Taking eight. a test for school. Yeah. Not a pregnancy test. Oh, fuck. No, not a pregnancy test. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes we no. got to clarify with that kind of stuff. <gasps> yeah. We're not talking pregnancy tests. No. Okay. So how did your parents feel when you got on birth control at 16? Were Honestly, they in support or no? My mom was in full support. Me and my, my dad. But your mom has a medical background as well. Yeah. My mom has a medical background and she was actually just happy that I came to her about it instead yeah. of just going to like Planned Parenthood and getting on it by myself. Okay. Because there's a lot of different types of birth control and they all contain different like variations of the hormones, the different estrogen, different progesterone, different, they don't have testosterone in them, but different types of um, estrogen mainly is the biggest one. And so when you're on a birth control, the different levels can vary, like your age matters where you are in your cycle matters when you, like when you start all of that type of stuff. So my mom was just happy that I went to her and was like, Hey, I want to go in and have a consult yeah. for this because I want to learn more and see if it's right for yeah. me. I didn't want to do an IUD. They scared the shit out of me. They still do. Uh, yes. And seeing my clinical rotations, I was like, Ooh. maybe not that. Yeah. Maybe not. I'm like, I seeing an IUD get in and out. Never seeing an IUD get in never. and out. I will never get one. <laughs> it dead. just is not for me. I will rather take a pill every day. Yeah, literally. Okay, so my storyline. Okay, you obviously don't have to answer this, but you were doing it because you guys were having sex. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, I just didn't yeah. want to have a baby. Okay, so some people are like, mm -hmm. they do it for skin, skin, um, hormone levels, yeah. all that stuff. Like, there's so many different reasons. Regulating was, cycles yeah. too. That's a huge one with like PCOS or endometriosis. Yeah. Like regulating cycles. I had horrible cycles. Mm -hmm. I would like miss a period for four, six, eight months, and then I would get one, and then it would be like two days long I was like what is going on wow. um I didn't I was not on birth control in high school um I did the pull and pray method <laughs> you're like out. said a prayer and hoped for the best I know right and then you're like uh, like literally a week later you're like are my boobs sore am I bloated right like that see panic? when I was with my high school boyfriend I just never I guess I just wasn't scared I was like that teenager that was like yeah it's not gonna happen to me it didn't thank god thank god but I did go to the IOD. The only birth control I've ever been on was an IOD. I probably got it at 19 or 20. Maybe I was in my, I was probably 20. Maybe a little less. I don't remember. But anyways, I got it between 19 mm -hmm. or 20. So I went in, I got the IUD. I'm like, I'm like staring at you the whole time. I know I am too. I'm like, wait a second. Right. Sorry to anyone watching on YouTube because we're literally not even paying attention to you. You're just listening. You're just listening. We're here um, for you. No. So I went in to get an IUD because my parents did not believe in it like birth control yeah. at all but also i am not the girly to take a pill i'm not the girly another one we're at savannah's house oh yeah welcome to the savannah setup thank you for hosting us this week welcome to my house guys right we were gonna do it at my place she was gonna come over but it made more sense um to have the girls come over here and play with her dog and play eat her dog's yard. toys clearly <laughs> so hattie is now on like her 17th bone of the day yeah and but she's being quiet so who cares <laughs> I'm like, she's doing great. She got her energy out in the yard. Right. All is well in the there world. There goes our ADHD. Squirrel. Sorry. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, so I went to get an IUD because my parents really were not on board with that. I, my mom, I guess I never really asked my mom when I was in Florida. I never really talked to her about that. Um, but I was also very scared. Like, mm -hmm. that's more common. My mom was very open about everything. She was never like. I remember in the fifth grade when my first girlfriend got her period, my mother did a PowerPoint presentation to tell her about her period and then made me and my other girlfriend sit and watch. And I'm sitting here like I'm 10. I love that. But I, I didn't get my birth. I did not get my period until I was 16. So I sat through that at 10. 
straight, cho- which I can't even imagine a 10 year old with their period. That's wild to me. That Anyways. was like, that was like me though. My, that's what my mom, my mom started talking Wait, about all that you get stuff young. Honestly, I think I was like 12, 13. Damn. Yeah. 16's late. What kind of water were your parents giving you? I'm just kidding. I, I know. My mom well was 16 water. too. <gasps> I was 16 and I went to my mom and I told her, I'm a woman now. She was like, what? And I was like, I'm a woman now. That was how stupid I was. It's fine. Anyways. I could totally so, see that conversation. Literally. Happening. And then she was like, oh, okay, okay. And then <gasps> tried to go get me to wear pads. And I immediately was like, yeah, no. I'm not a pad squirrely. Sorry. Me either. Um, I like taught myself how to shove a tampon up so far that like nothing would ever bleed. <laughs> like no blood here, babe. Like what period? No period. Right. No period here. <laughs> Um, so I went, I got an IUD. I got it through Planned Parenthood because it was really the only place that I kind of knew where to go. Um, he's like, no, what about me, mom? Selling a little cha-ching or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However, you cha-ching. <coughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the final real life store stage all the way down to did we just hit a million dollars shopify is here to help you grow whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person pos systems whatever and wherever you're selling shopify has got you covered shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout at 36 percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash human two that's all lowercase you're going to go to shopify.com slash human two now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash human two I went to Planned Parenthood. I had my experience there. They put an IUD in because it was like the least thing I had to do. It was just up there and it was great for two years. I had no problems. I never had a period. I My weight was regulated. It was actually the best thing ever. Um, never had a pregnancy scare, nothing. The only thing that sucks though is a couple of days like or a couple of days went past and like I'm two years into having my IUD at this point. And a couple of days went past where I was really crampy and then I started gushing blood like and it wasn't like period blood. It was like full on just gushing blood. I went in like, OK, something's wrong. Obviously, I go in and they're like, oh, yeah, your IUD moved. And I was like, oh, funny. And they're like, yeah, and this is going to hurt. And I was like, oh, why? And they're like, well, because it's embedded into your muscle and we are now going to have to take it out. And I was like, oh, OK, like whatever. No, it was not like a a nice thing. They literally went in and yanked like it was disgusting, absolutely disgusting. And I couldn't wear a tampon because they're like, you're not allowed to like put that back up there. Um, So for like days, I was just in the most pain I've ever experienced in my entire life. Um, So that was my IUD experience. And I have not been on anything since then. They were like, come in in a couple weeks and we can like put it back in. And I was like, um, no, actually, I'm done. So the, I got it out at like 22, 23. 
and I have not been on birth since. control since. Yeah, that was my one and only experience. Do you know which IUD you had? What are the two? There's Morena. There's um. I had to do Paragard. the smaller of the two because they said that my. I think that's the Morena one. I feel like that is. They said like whatever. I yeah. was a little smaller than like yeah. I'm more petite. I don't have the hip. And width. when you haven't had kids, they prefer the smaller one because yeah. like you haven't had that stretch yet. Yeah, so. they don't want to stretch out. Ebby, no, thank you. We don't need help. Thank you, Ebby. It's the M A I L man. Oh, we don't like the M A I L man. I know. I was like M A L E, and I, I was like, wait a second. No, we don't like any male men. <laughs> she doesn't like any male men, <laughs> right? Male or male? <laughs> male or male? <laughs> any men? No. Um. It's Hattie just outside barking for me. I know, and it's Moose just watching her from the window for me. So, anyways, <laughs> that was my only birth control experience. Now that I am married, so this is something. Ebby, do you need to come get up here? I thought so. Moose, come here. Come. I need to go figure out. what. Okay, so talk about, so you've been on birth control this whole time. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, have you had any side effects from it? No, you can have a bunch of side effects. So anytime you mess with your hormones, obviously there's a potential for any hormonal side effects like acne or hair loss or really cramping, really anything like that. I have not had any side effects. Luckily, I feel like for me, I have stayed on the same birth control since I was 16 till now. And I just turned 28 literally yesterday. So I've been on the same birth control. I haven't switched it. They do recommend like once you hit a certain age, getting off of birth control just because your risk is higher for like blood clots and other stuff like that. But I've been in the same one since 16 and I have not had any side effects and that is why I have not switched it. Anyways. So Ralph and I don't want kids right now, but we were like, okay, well how do we, um, go about that? So this is kind of like a fun fact and a very personal fact. We chose to go completely abstinent when we were engaged. I don't know if I even told you that. Did I tell you that? I feel like you did, but I thought you were joking. No, Dead serious. I feel like that's amazing though. Most people don't. Because our engagement was only nine months. And I was like, watch yeah. us get fucking pregnant right away. I, yeah. No, honestly. Because I feel like once you know, like you're, you found your person, you don't care as much. You're like, oh, yeah. if I get pregnant, I get pregnant. Right. Because like either way we're together. Right. And we're getting married anyway. So like who cares? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, But when we found our venue, we found our venue like two weeks after we got engaged. And right away I was like, no, I'm not going to be that girl that's that's pregnant in my wedding dress like I really wanted like a beautiful dress that fit me perfectly yeah. like like every girl's dream I didn't want to test the waters um Hadley off please you're not allowed up here with that bone Hattie off okay I guess you've yelled at me enough anyways um that's <laughs> are you texting him yeah I'm like, it's fine they're fine I'm just not even this is so normal this is why I'm like this is life right I think I'm human too most humans have fucking dogs oh it's so true most dogs are not like Ebby no I'm like I have one and now I have three I'm like whoa there's a difference there's a big difference no I'm just wondering if Moose has to go out but I don't think he does so yeah we decided to go abstinent and I think that's kind of like something that was like holy shit people thought that I was joking obviously they Mm -hmm. thought I was kidding I think we had like one or two slip-ups but it was like when we were on vacation and I don't know, but no, we went pretty much like as, and we were also living with my parents. So that also really helped because oh, for sure. my little brother was my roommate next door. Like our walls touched a and wall. I was like, um, I don't think if I was a sibling, I would not want to listen to my, well, I am a sibling. I would not want to listen to my siblings. Oh no. Especially when I'm like, that's supposed to be my new sibling in law. Like I don't need to know all that nope. about them. Too personal. So we went absent and we like, after we got married, we're like, okay, what's our plan? Because we don't want kids right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we knew that 
I don't want to be on birth control again. He doesn't want me on birth control because he was like, I just know that there's horror stories behind it. You and I even talked of like, do I get on it? Do I do it? Do I not? Yeah. I I think we're going to just try to cycle track as I, best as possible. I feel like that's what a lot of people try to do. And the science, like the research that I've learned in my most recent schooling is that that's like super effective because your body goes through cycles where it's super, super rare to get pregnant because your hormones are low. But I do think that there's something to be said about a lot of people think that birth control affects fertility. And that's why a lot of people don't do it, which was my fear. I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, which was my fear. And so I actually, last time I was in the OB, like I had OB last September for like my annual, I went in and I was like, I think I'm getting, wanting to go off of it because I'm worried about like my future fertility. And I've heard that that's a thing. And she had, she kind of debunked that basically saying that like it doesn't affect because when you're born as a woman, that's how many eggs you're going to have for the rest of your life. Like really you don't get more eggs. Like you're born with as many as you'll have. So every time you so have, even a, as a baby, you're like, mm-hmm. that's you like be infertile. Yeah. Just as a baby. That's as many as you have. So I'm like, okay, well shit. I want to know like my fertility. So, and then I heard that during COVID, a lot of people were like, Oh, COVID, if you have COVID, that'll affect your fertility. Like even if you get COVID and I was like, all right, well, this is all. And freaking. you're not talking about the shot. You're just solely COVID, talking about like, COVID itself. Okay. Itself. And since my sister had such a bad reaction to COVID, I was like, oh shit. Like I'm going to, I want to test my fertility. So I actually did. I ordered one of those modern fertility tests Okay. and you like prick your finger, do it. And they actually test your ovarian reserve to see how many eggs you have left. And like, are you above extra? What? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to do that and see. And I was in the average range and I've been on birth control since I was 16. So I'm like, for me, I was like, okay, good. Maybe I don't want to get off of it because I know that as soon as you get off of it, your hormones go crazy and then you have really bad breakouts and you get like hot sweats and like all these other things. So I'm like, yeah, I'd rather not go off of it then if my eggs are good. Yeah. Even though I don't know if I want kids, I'm like, I don't want that option taken yeah, away. I don't want to be told no. Yeah. So when I started posting, cause when we were in New York, you were the one where I was like, wait, I actually like have really bad baby fever right now. And it came out of nowhere. I think a lot of people, when I posted that online, like I started as a joke. Um, well, it wasn't a joke. Like I posted it like to be funny. I posted when I was like really bloated. Yeah. And then the very next day I was like hit fucking hard with baby fever. Then I posted it and people were like, oh, it's just because other people online are getting pregnant and like you just want to be just like them. And I was like, no, you guys, like I genuinely, I woke up one morning and I was like, I need a baby inside of me like today. Right. And then I was like, so I posted it. So I was also like, do other girls go through this? Because, and some people were like, oh, if you're on your period or like around your ovulation, like your hormones are up and like, that's very normal. But I was like, yeah, but I've never yeah. had this before in my life. That's what I'm saying. It came out of nowhere. Well, that's why your sex drive goes up around your ovulation cycle because it's like, yeah, but like you would think that I would have had this every month. Oh, totally. Do girls get baby, baby fever every month? I know some girls that do. I, I would have already don't. been pregnant if I got that every month. You would have been five kids in at that point. And that's point. what I'm saying. Like, that is how, like, my body was, like, full on, like, obsessed. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to wait this out. So Rafi and I were like, yeah, no, fuck no. Not no, but fuck no right now. <gasps> and so we just, like, refrained from being around each other. It went away, thank God. And I'm praying it doesn't come back every month because that is a very unfortunate time to be living in because I was like no we can definitely do it we're fine like that like yeah we can make this work and then I was like well if I got pregnant who cares um so yeah we were definitely kind of cycle tracking and I and that was my main thing is I I really stuck to like what we say every other day and I was like okay 
So even if it does come back, I'm just going to have to keep reminding myself of like the bigger plan. And we definitely don't want kids now. I mean, are you guys, you guys don't really want them right now either. (sighs) No, I definitely don't want them now. And I don't know if I even want them at all. I kind of go back and forth. I feel like I, they say that like, you're ready to have kids once you feel like you've reached that point of like, you're successful, you're fulfilled and you want to leave like a legacy behind or like leave what you've worked so hard for. And for me, I'm like, I'm nowhere where I want to be, even though a lot of People are like, oh, you've done so much. I'm like, yeah, but I still have so many you've goals. You've done so much. <laughs> Thanks, mom. I'm like exhausted just looking at you. And then when you tell me your schedule, I'm like, I'm even more exhausted. She loves me, I swear. I do love you, but I don't know how you do it. I thrive on chaos. Honestly, that's literally what I, I – it's just a part of me. I feel like when I don't have anything to do, I'm like, what do I do? And then I make up things for me to do. But no, I don't want kids anytime soon for that very reason. I like – I'm very selfish with my time, and I like having my dog – I love my I dog. Like having my do- I yeah, love the my dogs dog. are already a lot, clearly. Yeah. That is something that I always say. So I know this sounds kind of bad and like people are kind of probably come for me for this. I I say this all the time. Like dogs are like children. I know they're not children. I'm not sitting here saying my dogs are human children. But the one nice part is, like, okay, so I'm going to have Ebby for 15 years. Well, a fucking toddler grows up. Right. This bitch is never going to grow up. I got to feed her every single day. I got to take her out every single day. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm she like, relies on you for her dog, care. Yeah. Yeah. You are constantly having like a 15 year old knows how to drive and is basically on their own at that point. Like it's they're like pretty, like they can have a job. They're pretty independent oh, yeah. at that point. They know how to make their own sandwich. I'm like, right. I'd almost rather have a fucking kid. Right, you have <laughs> like, a 15 year old baby. I know. I have two babies. Legit. But if they say it's a good trial run for kids, which I will say, like, once I first got a dog, like, me and my husband, it was like, okay, like, that's an adjustment. Like, Huge. you take them out at night, I take them out. Like, it's like you have to plan your day around them because especially if, like, they have separation anxiety or they have to go to the bathroom a lot, like, you do have to plan, yeah. like, your life. You're, like, locked. You're locked, locked. in. Ain't no switching up. Yeah. <laughs> um. So there were some questions that were, like, DM'd to me that I kind of want to go over in, like, our part two to mm-hmm. this. But um, I really just wanted to kind of open the birth control talk because I think that I know we just like squirreled back. We were like, squirrel, back to business. Um, I wanted to talk about it because I think right now the stigma is so weird around birth control. It used to be way worse. Yeah. Um, But I think it's so common. Like, again, we're in the pretty much the same situation. Like we both own a home. We're both married. We're both stable enough that if we were to have a baby. But I think it's it's very situational. I think it's up to everybody's right in like their own choice. I think I am a firm believer in it's very funny. Cause like, I don't, I will never believe that human rights should be in politics. Um, but that's like the one part where I'm like, I'm very, I feel very, very strong on you have the own, your own right to control your own body, male and female, um, no matter what. Um, I think every woman out there should just do what's best for them. Get as much education if I wanted birth control and Raphael was like, no, I don't want you on birth control. I'd be like, fuck you. I don't care. Right. So I'm very happy that our views align in that sense. Um, and he's willing and able to do his due diligence as well. Because if I'm not on birth control, like he's got a job to do. He just can't be reckless. Yeah. He's responsible just as much as I am to make sure that um, we both stick to the plan. Right. But I think that's very, very important to talk with your partners, whether you're married, dating, or just having fun. You're more than welcome to do any of that. But I think it's very important to mm-hmm. sit down and have that conversation um, with whomever you're sleeping with. I don't I don't think um, sleeping around is necessarily a bad thing. I don't want to say sleeping around and, like, 
I feel like one night stands every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I mean, if that's what your life is like, more fucking power to you, you sister. Too. But I, I, I do get anxious about like, um, God, even just like STDs. That's oh terrifying, especially in today's age. I don't feel like anyone wears condoms anymore. I don't really think that's oh. a thing. Yeah, it honestly isn't. Like when I was so surprised in my clinical rotations when they would be like, okay, what protection are you using? They're like, oh, nothing. And I oh. was just like. Okay, okay, yeah, give me, like, a – because, like, I literally do not have a single friend that I know that's out there in the dating world that still uses condoms. Yeah, honestly, it is really, really uncommon to still use them, which blows my mind. you're speaking from your OBGYN clinicals. Yeah, from my clinical rotation experience of what I've seen, like, in my – A lot of people were still saying that they weren't using anything. Yeah, they weren't using anything. Wild. And they were just like, yeah, just – Go to the bathroom after sex. Life is good. I'm like, okay. go to the bathroom. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I won't get a UTI, but I'll get chlamydia. That's fine. Well, and let me tell you, some I'll take of the chlamydia. Mm. I was going to say, some people are probably like, chlamydia is less bad than right. fucking Could have been a way UTI. worse. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. At least I've it's never curable. had chlamydia, but. Me either, but at least it's curable. Yeah, right. But no, that scares me. Oh, it scares me too. One thing I will say too, what I learned in my clinical rotation is people that have really irregular periods. So like for you, when you do want to have a baby, they might be like, you should be on birth control. And why that is so that they can actually regulate your cycles to a point where they can pinpoint your ovulation because that's why people struggle with infertility when they have like, um, endometriosis or what's, what's the other one? I just, PCOS. Yes. PCOS and PCOS, believe it or not, doctor. like, I, this was news to me. I learned this literally last semester is you actually have more eggs with PCOS. It's just harder for you to get pregnant, but you're born with more eggs. So it's like, that's a bonus, Wild. but you have a really hard time getting pregnant. And so people I'm going to have to P- ask you about PCOS off, off camera. Cause I don't really know. Yeah. I guess. Can you give like a, a, what the hell even is PCOS? Honestly. And again, this is just like, and we I are talking Savannah, not Dr. Savannah. This is just Savannah talking. What do you personally know about PCOS? And honestly, I work in aesthetic medicine. So for me, it is like I was just trying to get through clinicals to survive. So PCOS and endometriosis. Hold on. I want to stop you there because I think people listening might be a little confused. So to be an aesthetic nurse and at the level that you're trying to go through, mm-hmm. you completed or have one week left until you are a family nurse practitioner. So, so she has all the roundabouts, like mm-hmm. children's, OBGYN, OBGYN, all that fun stuff. So she's fully well-rounded, but you did it for the simple fact that you had to to be where you wanted to get in the cosmetic world. So yeah. when I say that of like, don't say, like don't take anything she says like as medical advice because it's not what she went for. It's kind of like where you're like, oh, I have to get the credit, so I'll do it. And like you still are, like you gave it your all. Yeah. But it wasn't your passion, so you're not like – yeah. Oh my God. I fucking love PCOS. I studied it for four years straight and I know all the ins and outs. <laughs> well, and honestly, when you're out of your clinical rotation, like when I got out of the OBGYN clinicals, it's like you almost forget kind of like with nursing school, like you kind of forget I've been in aesthetic medicine for two plus years. So I kind of forgot some of the basic stuff about nursing. And that's the beautiful thing about working in healthcare. Like there's so many different avenues that you can go into, but you kind of, once you pick a specialty, you kind of forget about all the other stuff. Like, you know, basics, but that's about it. But PCOS, my understanding of it is it basically a lot of people don't know they have it. Same with like endometriosis. Okay. Um, it's one of those things that's really hard to diagnose. Same with endometriosis. Like to actually get a clinical diagnosis for endometriosis, you actually have to go in and take a biopsy of the tissue. So they might say, oh yeah, you have irregular cycles. Do you have bloating? Do you have like really bad acne? Like they try to, the symptoms are what they do to kind of pick which diagnosis you have. But typically endometriosis like goes in with, family lineage so like if your mom had it you'd be like okay well I think I have it because my mom has it yeah um and that's 
something that they do with PCOS is just you have more eggs, but it's really hard. Your cycles are irregular. You bloat like crazy, like that type of stuff. And then endometriosis is you have extra endometrial tissue, which causes like extra growth of tissue in the uterus okay and around it so they put you on birth control when you're on pcos to regulate Mm -hmm. to regulate your cycles because then when you try to get pregnant you might not like some there was a lady that was so so kind so sweet but she was trying to have a baby for 10 years like she could not get pregnant and it was like so sad it was so sad and she really wanted a baby and she had pcos and they actually put her on birth control for a couple months trying to regulate regulate her cycles because then they know the pinpoint of ovulation because you have that placebo week so you're like, okay, I know when I'm going to be having my period and then when I'm going to be ovulating. And they can track it that way. And so they try to regulate so your So they periods. try to have you have sex when mm-hmm. you're ovulating. Yeah. Because they know. So like people that have it, they'll put you on birth control. Not that you want to be, but because it, well, there's more of a chance that you'll that be able sense. to get pregnant. I didn't know that. I thought when you're on birth control, you can't get pregnant. Yeah. No. And you, that's the thing is you can't. So they have to, or you can like 0.1% chance. It's very slim. So even when you're ovulating on birth control, like when you're taking your pills every month, right? Mm-hmm. Or every day. No. No. So when you're taking your pills every day and you're ovulating, you can still have sex and he can like. You still can. Yeah. And then if you keep taking your pills, that's when it's fine or when you have less risk. But when you have PCOS and you're trying to get pregnant, they'll have you say, okay, you'll take a month of it to regulate the cycle. You'll have that placebo week, which will be hopefully your period week. Sometimes it takes people a couple months to regulate their cycles and then you won't start your next month. So basically it's a month to month and you won't start the next month. And that's when you try for the pregnancy. There's like specific gotcha. days. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So even fact. on birth control, you guys can just be having sex every single second of every single day and your chances are still pretty slim. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to, but that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm like, I got things to do. I have school I to finish. I things to do. Yeah. We were just, I know this is a little bit different and uh, I don't know if Raphael would be um, fond of me sharing this, but we were just talking about this. So I kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit. Because there's no TMI here in my circle. Raphael's always like, why the fuck would you put that online? And I'm well, like. And in healthcare, I'm like, I literally. I'm so open. I don't care. Yeah. And I could talk about anything. And I think the more open I've gotten, it's obviously, I talk about this all the time. You figure out that you're not fucking alone. Right. And something that Raphael and I really struggled with is we got so used to not having sex all the time uh. just because we didn't want a kid. Right. Yeah. And we didn't know. Like, Raphael was like, what do we need to do to, like, figure this out? Like. Do we just pull and pray? Like, right. Well, and fear is debilitating. Like, yeah. it literally is so debilitating. Yeah. You're like, I can't be intimate with my partner because the fear, and you can't even enjoy it because yeah. you're so scared the whole time. Yeah. Hattie, off. Off. Thank you. There you go. Good girl. Yeah. So we got to, like, this just normal cycle of just, like, very rare. And then I would hear other couples and being like, oh, yeah, we're like rabbits. I'm like, how? And then I figure out, like, they are using a sort of protection, which yeah. is totally great and fine and dandy, but it was kind of affecting us in a way of like, we're not like, it wasn't a point of like where we hate each other. Yeah. Evs. No, no, no. Hadley, you're fine. Um, she can be on the couch if she gets up here. No, it's no, she needs to listen. Um, we just got to a point of just like, so used to just not, not doing it. Um, and I don't mean like never, but like it was to the point where like, even when we would, I feel like I would just get so nervous and I'd yeah. be like, Oh, this isn't fun for me. Cause I'm just like, I don't want a kid. Like, okay. Can you just like, well, as a woman, it's hard. Your mind instantly goes there. Yeah. But like when you're him too though. Yeah. And so, when you're married, you're, you're intimate in different ways. So it's like, yeah. we don't need to be like sexually intimate. Like we can be intellectually, emotionally. Like there's yeah. other th- ways that you kind of have that outlet. I feel like when you're with your person. Yeah. 
I don't know. So we're chill- we're still trying to figure that out. That's why when I found out, I started doing some research on like natural cycling and stuff, um, and then getting on the or-, or getting the aura ring and then getting the apps that like kind of talk to each other. We wanted to get back to a structure because not all marriage is like a- no relationship is based on sex, but it's also I think it's important. I think it's definitely um, something that you guys need it should be taken into consideration when you think about your compatibility for sure oh my god yeah for sure oh my god yeah Yeah. because there's just people that aren't compatible you can be compatible in every which way your bodies will tell you yeah absolutely your mind is like no i love that man and your vagina is like no the fuck we don't put in a lock and key your heart is saying i love that man and your brain and your (laughs) all your body and your your cervix is "Mm." is screaming no (laughs) no we don't Depends um, on the day. Right. I love you. I like, I don't like you. <laughs> anyway, that was kind of where I wanted to touch on this. I wanted to, like, open the birth control talk. I have said this so many times. Like, my page is so open about so many different things. I've tried really hard to remain, like, certain things I don't share. But the old, the bigger I'm getting, the older I'm getting. I, I'm a big kid now. <laughs> the older I'm getting, I feel like I am, like, I'm, like, hey, Savannah, do you guys do this? Like, why am I embarrassed? And then the more I've talked to like more people about certain things, they're like, no, like that's so normal. So I, I have these conversations for the people that might not have friends that have a confidant Mm -hmm. in, or maybe their friends aren't experiencing stuff like this, which is again, totally fine. Like you're 1000% on birth control every single night at nine o'clock. I'm like free willing it out here all day, every day, hoping and praying, pull and pray. Like, um, so it, it, and it doesn't matter. Like you've never been like, or I've never been like, oh my God, you're on birth control. Like right. how dare you, you know? So it's very important to talk about. Um, I have other friends who have gone through birth control stories too. They love some, they hate some different kinds. Um, but I just wanted to kind of open up the door. I wanted to do this with you specifically because we kind of are in, again, the same realm of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are on something and have been for quite some time. I also find it comical that you come from a religious family that was totally down for that. Like that would yeah. not have been a thing. Like they would have, they would have rather me probably gotten pregnant at 16 than like, which is so wild. I, I won't so say crazy. my mom. Cause I don't know really my mom's point, like her mindset on it. I don't even know if my mom's done birth control in her lifetime. And that's actually something I want to ask her. Well, in like my school, I went to a small private school. We didn't talk about sex and health class. Like we yeah. didn't have those conversations. So it was like, you don't have sex until you're married. And like then you that. graduate and everyone's getting married and popping out babies before they're even 20 years old. And you're yeah. like, how the fuck did you do that? And I'm like, am I behind in life? Right. And <gasps> oh I'm like, God. no, I'm actually nowhere near behind. Right. Oh, and there's so many different types. The one thing that I learned, which I didn't know is like, there's IUDs, there's the Nuva ring, there's diaphragms there's so many different types of birth control that it's like if one doesn't work for you don't be afraid to say something and go get a different it's like a therapist yeah or like any sort of like when they put you on like an antidepressant or an anxiety med like it might not work for you absolutely or when I was diagnosed with like ADHD like there was a certain pill that like just didn't rock with my body Mm -hmm. um so it's just like that don't be afraid to one just make your appointment I will say that it's something that I was on medical stuff I was undereducated on especially as an adult coming into the world you definitely have a different storyline than I did um just coming from the medical background and your mother having it but I didn't go for like a pap smear until I was like 23 24 and they were like oh no you need that and I was like oh okay and they're like you should have that by 21 like every couple years 21 or when you're sexually active that's what they say oh yeah see I had no idea I I think I lost my virginity when I was 16 yeah, that's so what like, I did too. But most people don't know that stuff because it's not like common knowledge yeah. and you don't think about it. 
I actually went in because I had a tampon stuck upstairs. That's the only reason I went to an OBGYN. And then when she pulled it out, she literally went, and I was like, no, bitch, same. That shit stinks. You're like, so sorry. So sorry. And I was 23. It's fine. I couldn't get it. You know, things happen. I mean, literally, you just realized that you're human, too. That is literally I'm human, too. We're all humans. We all got that stuff. It happens. Like I know. It's part of life. Shit happens. Right. Having conversations like this is normal. Yeah. Having sex on your period when you're drunk is not normal, and that's how the pandemic <laughs> But also, you guys, don't judge us after this conversation, because we're getting no, more a lot than of juicy stuff. More than welcome to judge, because I literally put so much online. Maybe I do need to be humbled at this point and be like, bitch, please stop saying this kind of stuff. But, um, I mean, you're not alone in some of those stories. Like, in clinical, oh, we've had some of those things I know. happen. So it's common. Girls had that in, like, high school. But, yeah. like, I was like, yeah, it was bad news. I wasn't the greatest, um... It's out now. It's out now. Yeah, but it's yeah. out. It's out. Ain't nothing up there now. <laughs> Anyways, so I wanted to open up the conversation again. I know it's uncomfortable in certain aspects, and um, I just always want to be a landing ground for where people can feel safe. And obviously, speaking on some of this stuff, like you have the the not giving advice, but you have the background to at least give a little bit of knowledge on, yeah. which I appreciate, and that's why I was like, please do this with me. So we're going to open it up on Instagram like we do every single week. And I will answer questions next week with Savannah. So anything that you might have questions on or if there's stuff that we didn't cover, as always, I do a very broad part one, kind of just talk about whatever, anything and everything under the sun. You're more than welcome to ask any questions. Obviously, I'll let you read the questions beforehand. So if there's anything that she's not comfortable asking, that might not get answered. But like what time of day and how many seconds yeah do you have sex yeah that i that i i mean honestly give me you're probably, probably like, what do you have to yeah that? i was gonna <laughs> say you probably do a case study on it honestly facts <laughs> well that's why i tested my own fertility i was like i'm kind of curious yeah. like but i did it before i got covid and then after i got covid and it didn't change so i'm like it's kind of interesting i'm yeah. like i did my own little case study and do that for yourself i mean there's so many tools out there now like we have like the natural yeah. cycles we get aura ring there's so many things yes. you can do yes I mean, and I'm going to continue to talk about that too. The longer that I wear my aura ring and I track my own cycles and ovulation and stuff like that, I don't know anything on it. I'm learning, but the more that I know, I'll share that all on Instagram. Um, But we're just going to wrap this episode up. We are actually going to do, I think we're going to film another one just for funsies and just a totally different one. But um, next week we'll be back. We'll answer all the part twos questions and see what you guys got because there's always something juicy. But always something juicy we're ready for it there's always something juicy so we will see you guys next week again thank you for topping our charts on apple spotify i think i hit like what do you say fifteen thousand subscribers on youtube yeah and that's huge i'm like god you guys are the best that's amazing 10 year old me would be in shock and here we are talking about our sex lives (laughs) i know i'm so sorry to my editor who's gonna have to sit through this i was i just had a call with him right before we started filming and uh, I was like, so sorry, this next episode's on birth control. And he was like, no, 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 like, it's fine. I'm used to it. He's married um, with a child. And he was like, yeah, my, what did he say? His wife got off of hers. He yeah. was, she was on it for quite some time. And then she got off. And he was like, it was the best time ever. And I was like, why? And he was like, because all we did was have sex. And she actually liked me. <laughs> and I was like, well, they say that if you're on it young, which this was my fear, is they say that you who you find attractive on birth control isn't who you might find attractive when you're off of it. Thank God I'm off of it. And so that's why I'm like, hmm, because it changes your hormones. And so, Wait, so if I get on it, do you think I'd like rough feel more? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like you would, guys would be fine because your connection is so deep. But then I was like, for me, I'm like, I've been on since I was 16. So, you're like, I don't even know if I like myself. <laughs> I'm like, depends on the day, guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the day the month the yeah. hour 
the way the wind is blowing. Right. How much caffeine I've had. It right. Really how much matter. sleep I've had. If my left eye is squinting more than my right eye, it's fine. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. Obviously, as always, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Me either. Thanks for letting us use your couch. Um, Santino is going to be so proud of us for the simple fact that there's dimension. There's dimension that he's always yelling at me for. So, Santino, I did realize we never set up the lights. Anyways, <laughs> we will see you guys next week. Let us know if you have any questions. It'll be up on Instagram this Sunday. It's always in I Think I'm Human 2's stories. So, take a look there. Um, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.